Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today on this Saturday. I stepped outside. Did you step outside yet? It feels pretty good down here, Mobile. Hello. Mo- mobile, Mobile. Okay, all right. It's 68 degrees. 68 degrees. That's pretty nice. It is nice. Not very. Not very hot. It's very nice. I don't know how hot it will get today, but I'm I'm liking that 68 degrees. I might have to go get a sweater. Sweater weather. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh, why do bees have sticky hair, Marla? I don't know why. They use a honeycomb. Oh, my word. Where do you find these horrible jokes? Just horrible. I got another horrible joke. Ready? Oh, why okay. was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh, how did you know that? You're pretty smart. I have actually told that joke before. So that tells me this is good stuff that I'm saying. <sighs> okay. No. All right. All right. Okay. I'm cutting you off. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Council Bluffs, Iowa. Very nice looking area. They are the third largest and primary city of the Omaha Council Bluffs metropolitan area. Hmm. Uh, close to Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> So, yeah. Another place to visit. And it's 63 degrees there. Wow. I love cooler weather. Me too. All right. So thank you, Council Bluffs, Iowa, for listening. We really appreciate it. All right. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Well, now that you've gotten the awful jokes um, out of the way, I'm going to go into (laughs) the animal facts. All right. Did you know there is a species of jellyfish that can live forever? Really? Yeah. It's known as, I'm going to give the scientific name and probably botch it up, Turritopsis domi? And it, no one, unless you're like a PhD. In, okay, in, so you don't think yeah. anybody's going to call me out? I don't okay. think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have the remarkable ability to return to the, its juvenile or its polyp stage once it reaches maturity mm. and avoid death. And wow. so um, they think that they, they can basically live forever because they keep going back and doing that. So pretty, pretty interesting. Mm. God is um, very, very... Uh, Ingenious. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you know that there are fish that can fly? Oh, come on now. I think you're All hallucinating. Right. I am not. I am not. Flying fish are fascinating creatures. They use their fins to glide above water for distances up to 660 feet. And these hmm. flying fish have enlarged pectoral fins that help them take off from the ocean surface. Like kind of, they're kind of like giant underwater hummingbirds. Hmm. So um, they can get out of the way of their predators and they can reach speeds up to 30 miles per hour. Pretty interesting. Cool. All right. One more fact. And that is, did you know that there are creatures in the ocean that can glow in the dark? I did know that. Yes. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. Very, it's really cool. They are in the bottom of the ocean. They're very Hmm. deep, dark depths of the sea, and they use bioluminescence. 
big mm. word, to produce light and catch prey within their ecosystem. So mm. they're down there in the dark and they use their bioluminescent to catch their prey. So yeah. That's pretty, pretty nifty. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about marriage again. We're going back some doing some more marriage. And in this podcast, I want to All focus right. on a little bit of the differences between men and women with romance and communication. Okay. And one of these days, we promise we're going to get out a book on marriage. Life has just been a little hectic for us lately. Yes. We're going to be moving to Lynchburg, Virginia. Yes. Yes. So we're going to be Virginians for a little, for a while. And we're excited about that. So yeah, Yeah. that'll be coming up. So pray for us. We don't have an exact date yet. So please pray for us. Yeah. All right. Well, women spell romance differently than men. Uh, women spell romance relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Men spell romance sex. True. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you don't have to be a genius to really understand that. But when brought together, when God brings these two together in marriage, mm-hmm. uh, he brings two very different people. Right. And oftentimes different personalities. And then the gender aspect which makes a great synergy and oneness that can really make marriage sweet and, and, and united and good. Mm-hmm. That is very true. That is very true. But yeah, women, well, can I give an example? Well, go right ahead. All right. So women, when we say to our husband, hey, let's cuddle on the couch <clears throat> and watch a movie. Yeah. We mean let's cuddle on the couch. And watch a movie. Mm -hmm. But when a man says, let's cuddle on the couch and watch a movie, what does the man mean? Oh, I have no clue. Uh Uh-huh. It's it's mostly sexual, right? (laughs) Mostly sex. Yeah. Yeah. The man means, okay, let's have our romantic sexual encounter. But the woman Mm -hmm. just wants to have the romantic cuddle session. So That's true. Yeah. I mean, so so. Early on in your marriage, you need to figure out the language that you're saying to each other. And uh, because the women and the men do come at it from a different way. So it's very good for you to talk just to something as simple as that, to have those conversations. So what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it does cause conflict. It, it can. can. It can. Mm-hmm. It can. Yeah. Uh, it can be a good thing. It should be a good thing. But, right. but it can definitely cause conflict. And I think God allows that difference mm-hmm. to kind of force us into communicating. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because men and women come at things from a totally different perspective. And mm-hmm. it does open communication, but it can also cause friction. So you've got to, to keep that communication open rather than the friction. That's very good. Yeah. So, I mean, we look at this. Men are very visual they see, men see sexuality. <laughs> they, they physically compartmentalize the physical oneness aspect. Sex is a high priority for men. I have another example. You Go ahead. Give all these examples. Okay, yeah. ladies, listen to me. When you're in the house and you're having a chill day, mm-hmm. what do you want to wear? <laughs> Probably old sweatpants and big old T-shirts, right? <laughs> Men, when you have a lounge about day with your wife, what do you want her to be wearing? <laughs> well, probably uh, more something a little more uh, 
essential. <laughs> but I tell you, if we polled the women that are listening right now, most of them are going to say a lounge about day means like some furry pants and some big old sweatshirts or big old t-shirts. That's just not very attractive, though, to a man as far as but, sensuality goes. But it, I mean, there's a, there, the Holderness family, if y'all have ever listened to them or watched them mm-hmm. on Facebook, they have a, a podcast, too. She's got a song where she, uh, they have a parody where she wears her big old fluffy uh, pants and he makes mm-hmm. fun of her and she's had him for years. So really, I mean, so if we polled the women, women, if you want to reach out to us and tell us what you think. <laughs> well, men think you're going to be in a negligee. I mean, it's just going to be right. a very, and then you come out with uh, jogging pants on and it's just not very, uh, men are visual. Men, men are, are visual. Very visual. And yeah. we as women need to need to realize that and everything, but negligees just aren't very comfortable. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to keep them on very long. Okay, all right. Just kidding. Well, that's what men are thinking, and some of the men out there are laughing because they, I know. they're hearing. I know. And the women are laughing too because you know, yes, we, we're yeah. just keeping it real. We're just keeping it real. Well, and women see sexuality relational, holistic. Mm-hmm. Emotional oneness, security, yes. right. um, other priorities higher than sexuality. Right. Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of men are kind of wired mm-hmm. to, to want to have uh, uh, sex and procreate. Right. Yes. God, I mean, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't do it. True. So what I need to do is create a clothing line of comfortable... <laughs> Comfortable, sexy, uh, lounging. Yeah. Hey, we would really get that. Would be like a, a we would make a lot of money off that. All right. So we'll have we'll have to think about that. But seriously, I mean, yeah. and, and I understand where men are coming. I understand where you're coming from, not men. But I understand where you're coming from. It's not attractive. We get that. We understand. But you know, during the week, most you know, a lot of people are having to dress up and everything. They just want to come home and lounge. But also, mm-hmm. we need to remember. That men want us to look attractive from time to time. Right, <laughs> We're yeah. lounging. Yeah. <laughs> men perceive sexual stimulation differently. Sight, smell, mm-hmm. and body centered. Right. Okay. Women perceive sexual stimulation through touch, attitudes, actions, words, and it's more person centered. Right. Yeah. That's uh, kind of, you know, we're more sense oriented. Right. Uh, and women are more, once again, relational. Feeling relational. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as sexual needs, men and needs, they want respect, admiration, mm-hmm. physicality is needed, mm-hmm. and they don't want to be put down. To right. them, that is sexually stimulating to yeah. feel needed. Yeah. Right. And we as women really need to think about that, um, how we are representing our husband before others. Mm-hmm. And and remember that because if, you know, sometimes I might make a joke or something and it may hurt your feelings, which I never wanted to. But, you know, we've talked about this before. Crying. Yeah. Know. We yeah. have to really think about what we're saying, how mm-hmm. we're representing our spouse, because yes. something we might think is funny is actually disrespectful. And so we both when we're talking about our spouses. It goes both ways. But we need to think about those things, especially towards the man, because they feel disrespected. And then that brings conflict into the marriage. Men want to be the warriors. Yeah, they want to lead. 
Uh, men want to lead. Right. And uh, it's just innately inborn. God created it that way. And you can't really, you can try to argue with it. But at the end of the day, logic and, and the, the hormonal aspect points to God's creation. Right. Uh, and, and man was created to want to lead. Mm-hmm. And he wants to, re- he wants to respect. He wants to be admired. He, he wants to feel needed. Right. right. Yeah, he wants to protect. And- Go ahead. Right. And that can be difficult for people for, you know, that get married a little bit later in the life when they know their own personality and, and maybe the woman has a stronger personality. They have to, that can also be a conflict point as well, where you have to really work through these things and work through the roles and talk about things. Not that the wife needs to be the doormat, but the wife needs to let the husband lead. You, you see in the New Testament, some of the, characteristics you know when Lazarus died the women came to Jesus Mary and Martha and they mm-hmm. they just wept if you would have been here he would never have died mm-hmm. and uh, and then when when Judas came to get Jesus uh, Peter took out his sword right and he said so we smite with the sword Lord yeah. and he cut that one the one priest ear off right and he was going for his head true True. So we, you know, men want to conquer, they want to protect, they want to be admired. Right. Women want to be understood. You yeah. know, this, women want to be, feel loved and emotionally needed. They want time and quality time. You can see that within how Jesus dealt with Mary and Martha mm-hmm. and how Jesus and Peter and some of the disciples dealt with each other. Well, an an example of that is like if I'm having difficulty with a person or something like that, and I tell you about you want to go fix it, you want to go talk to that person, Mm -hmm. and you want to fix it because you want to be the warrior, you want to fix it. But sometimes that the situation is not fixable, and you just have to stop and listen. So that warrior wants to come out, and the woman a lot of times just wants you to listen to what's going on. So that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. And, and we get in trouble as men trying to fix it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the ladies want to be understood. They want to be right. heard. They want to be validated. They, mm-hmm. they, they want to feel needed and right. connected. Right. We men say, oh, you're hurting? What, what, you know, how can I fix that? What, the, what does this person look like? Let me go get them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what you guys usually need. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um. As far as sexual response, and we'll probably do the sexual differences this time and then Mm -hmm. communication the next podcast or other aspects. But as far as response, men and their sexual response is quick. It's excitement. Uh, It it initially, usually it's difficult to distance. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's usually a lot quicker than, than ladies. Right, right. Women, on the other hand, are more slow ex- as far as excitement goes and respond, mm-hmm. more responder usually, and easily distracted, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if the kids are, you're trying to get a quickie in, uh, <laughs> and then you have little kids and, they, and, and you're really romantic, you're in the heat of the moment, and uh, you hear this knock at the door, what are you guys doing in there? And they're knocking on the door and... And, and, you know, the man can just say, get out of here. We'll, we'll be down there to fix breakfast in a little bit. But the woman, that's it. You're just yeah. going to have to yep. 
return to that later on because the moment is stopped. It has what, do you, what do you say? The woman's like the crockpot? Well, the, the man, sexually, mm-hmm. men are like light switches. Mm-hmm, you just mm-hmm. flick the switch and they're ready to go. <laughs> and women are like crockpots. They're right. just, you just have to uh, let it simmer and, yeah. and cook and yeah. work at it. And so if, if there's interruption, that creates, you know, there's distraction yeah. with the woman romantically. Right. And it really creates a problem with uh, your sexual uh, experience. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, men, and as far as orgasm goes, mm-hmm. the, you know, men are looking at the propagation of a species, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shorter, more intense, and physically oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and usually an orgasm is usually needed for satisfaction. Whereas women in orgasm, the propagation is not just the, of the species, but of oneness, mm-hmm. uh, longer, more in depth, uh, emotionally oriented. Satisfaction is often possible without orgasm. And once again, God created it this way. If it wasn't created this way, it wouldn't work. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, this is a beautiful thing. You know, God created it in marriage. Um, you know, when I was a kid, my dad, I was brought up in a Roman Catholic church uh, most of my life. And, uh, you know, really, my mom and dad were kind of embarrassed to talk about sex. <laughs> and my dad's face would turn red. And so you would have to watch Animal Planet or go out and talk to your friends at school. And that's not the best place to do it. Maybe Animal Planet. I mean, you can kind of, you know, <laughs> rhinoceros and around. That's bad. But, uh, but you know, my dad was taught. And I believe, you know, before he died, he started reading the Bible. and, and uh, mm-hmm. But he was taught by his father that the Bible was right. dirty because there's so yeah. much sex in it. Yeah. And I guess for my upbringing, we didn't really talk about it much either. I mean, you did? it just wasn't talked about. No, no. And you were evangelical. What, what, uh, what was your also reason? What is it? The age? Was it the? I don't know. Generation what it was like my mom had at the time. I don't know if y'all had these, but there were books that were produced for children at a certain age, and mm-hmm. she had those books, and she's like, "Okay, well, you can sit down and read this. If you have any questions, let me know." So we didn't really talk about it either. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And I think sometimes when we were having conversations with the kids, you got uncomfortable about sexual things. Sometimes you would get uncomfortable. About I was a little embarrassed. And I think that was because my parents were. Yeah. It's kind of passed down. Yeah. And, um, and so you know, mine, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. you That's fine. Okay. Well, mine were, it's like we didn't really talk about it. So it wasn't an embarrassing thing. It just wasn't talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, in the evangelical church, we've talked about this before. Sex and relations is, are not really discussed that much in the evangelical church. It's just not talked Should about. Be, so yeah. you go from the embarrassment of it to it not being talked about. So you're coming from two different areas. and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, yeah. Well, and Satan likes to just jump in there then because right. the evangelicals, and I think it's improving a little bit. I uh, think you so. Know, I think so. Preachers yeah. are being a little more bold and more, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, unashamed about right. sex and preaching on it. 
Yeah. But uh, I, I think I think that Satan will, you know, the evangelicals try to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may mention it every now and then, but right. but Satan knows that. And and you know, the Roman Catholic Church was more embarrassed about it right. that it was dirty. Yeah, and I think they're both wrong mm-hmm. because I agree. the Bi- the Bible teaches it's beautiful, created by God. Song of Solomon is all about sex. Yeah, yeah, and and sex in marriage is beautiful. Uh, I, I think that the differences that we talked about mm-hmm. uh, in marriage, uh, that's a biblical thing. It's a Absolutely. theological thing. Right. And it's beautiful in marriage. But, yes. you know, children, ad- adults, adolescents will, mm-hmm. why can't I be alone with my girlfriend in my room? Mm-hmm. Because of the differences in the things we just talked about. Yeah. Because hormones are that strong. Right. That you'll end up, you know, it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, so you don't do that. You don't play with fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Um, why don't you have sex before marriage? Everyone else is. Well, because it's not just sex. Right. It's emotional oneness. It's spiritual. Yeah. And it creates this soul tie mm-hmm. that God created to have that oneness together. And if, you, if you're not married for till death do you part, then that person goes on and you feel lonely, you feel depressed, you feel sad, you feel like part of you has died. And the reason for that is because when you had relations with your, you know, the girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, you basically were doing something married people were supposed to do. Right, right. And so you feel like you've been divorced. That's what that feels like. That's very true. It's like you're tearing off part of your heart and giving it to that person. Then your heart Mm -hmm. is never completely whole again. And if you have multiple partners before marriage, you know, your, your heart is torn apart completely. And and I I see that with patients. I see that in the church people. I mean, it's fortunate. Jesus forgives every sin, every sin. Right. And that includes sexual sin. Um, but there's consequences from that. There's still that struggle. Yeah. You know, I have people that looked at porn in junior high school years ago. Mm-hmm. And it still, still affects struggle. them today. Yeah, still a struggle. Yeah. So Jesus forgives that, but the struggle, the consequences will be there till we're with God. Absolutely. Till we're, we're raptured. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was a good one. I think next yeah. the next podcast will be on more communication aspects. Okay. But I think this is pivotal because, uh, you know, sex is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And it should Definitely. be. Yeah. It is. It should be. Yeah. Definitely. But no matter where you are in your life right now listening, God can absolutely positively take your mess, turn to a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Go enjoy the fall weather. Take care. Goodbye.